Welcome to the Laugh Support Podcast with your hosts, Michelle Van Dusen and June Colson. A couple of clean comedians here to support each other and others through comedy's wacky and winding roads. They'll talk about highs and lows and some traumatizing shows. So get ready, get set, let's go! Welcome to the Laugh Support Podcast, brought to you by the Hot Breath Comedy Network. I'm your host, June Colson, here with my amazing friend, Michelle, with one hell, Van Dusen. Hi, Michelle. Good morning. What's up, June? Oh, my goodness. You look so festive. Uh-oh. Look, I feel like my dog just heard you yell. What is happening? <laughs> really? At least I didn't say, Alexa, turn on the radio. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, look, Reggie's joining us today. Michelle, let's talk about your outfit. Go ahead. All right. So I am wearing a lovely wintry looking vest and I wanted to wear a hat today. And so I found one that matched. So look at the little fuzzies on there. I think it's just a beautiful thing. It's white. So if our listeners are listening, uh, it's white and it's a red shirt. So if it's kind of a Christmas are- Listen. Our listeners are listening. Well, I realize <laughs> some are watching, you know, and so they can see what I'm wearing if they're watching, you know, on um, like YouTube or the Creative Motion Network on Roku. Yes. yes. Then they could see what I'm wearing. And then I realize I have to describe it for our listeners. So if they're gotcha. listening, then gotcha. I thought, if oh, our listeners yeah. are listening. Okay. So you look, so very I look like festive. a candy cane. Yes, right? you look like very festive, can. and um, I look like I have been at the grocery store all morning because I have. You... And <laughs> it's, why it's been... have you been at the grocery store? Oh my all gosh, morning. it's been it's been an interesting morning, and I had to go get a few things, and I had a a, a really kind of weird, creepy dude that was following me around um, the dollar store this morning, and so I let him. I you let, let him... Jason go with you today. Yeah, no, I let just... Jason. But my husband, I was like, I told him to stay in the car. But he didn't listen. <laughs> no. And so um, I was getting a tote. My husband needed a tote to put his hunting gear in. Which is a container for some of those that live in other parts of the world. A tote is a container or a box that will hold things in, not something that you smoke off of. Go ahead. A tote. That's a tote. tote. Oh, I thought you said toke. Okay. Continue. I didn't say toke. I said tote. It's I feel like most people. I feel like most people know what a tote is. It even says Rubbermaid tote on the tote. So I feel like they're, but toke, why would I be buying a toke for my husband's hunting gear? I don't know. I don't know because, because deer, you know, people that hunt, they put like deer pee on themselves. They cover themselves in moss and weird things. So maybe a, a tote is kind of something that it is, you know, some weird smelling thing for hunting. I don't well, know. It is kind of okay. So it is the tote is for his weird smelling stuff because basically I wash his gear and then he puts it in the tote and he sprays it with a smell that smells like dirt. And so they opened the garage door today and they sprayed all of their gear in the garage, but they left the door oh. open into the house. While no. I'm, yes. So I'm baking brownies, I'm making pasta, and <laughs> there's dirt. So like my nose is smelling dirt. <laughs> And brownies and pasta, and it's disgusting. Like, I can't deal with the smells. Brownies taste like grass today. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, that's a different kind of brownie, Michelle. And we're back Go to back toking with, with the grass brownies. What are we talking about? Oh my gosh, this is a clean podcast. This is a this is a clean podcast, Michelle. Okay, but but it's going to lead us into what we were talking we were going to talk about today. So yeah, the um, what kills a joke? We're going to talk about what kills a joke, and literally what you just did. Not intentional, but what you just did leads us to that, right? It totally does. Kill a conversation, kill a joke. How do you do it? Yeah, well, you know, I can kill a conversation real fast. But okay, so one of the things that I had on my list that kills a joke is confusion. Nice. Right? You're welcome. Yeah. So if, yeah, Michelle, that was totally planned right there, what you just did. You're so wise and creative. No, so it's all scripted, people. It's all scripted. (laughs) So under confusion, I had written down um, basically when when someone doesn't understand a word that you're using, yeah, which is a great example. So let's say that um, I said tote and, you know, that's what we say in the South, but up North, they call it what? A container. A, a box. container. So they might be like, oh, a tote, but a tote a is bin. a purse. Right. Yeah. But a tote is a purse. So if they're thinking purse and I'm talking about a Rubbermaid tote and that's what makes the joke funny is that because it's in a Rubbermaid tote and they're confused, like, why would she stick that in a purse? Then yeah. you've then you've lost them. Then you you know, yeah. you've lost the audience. We've talked about like um, <laughs> I call I call that little hat that you're wearing. We've always yeah. called those toboggans So grab a toboggan, put it on your head. Right. But what's a toboggan yeah. to you? It's a big sled. In fact, I have one in my shed, a six-person toboggan. Yes, I live in Oklahoma. I know that. Not a lot of snow here. Um, but it was a gift, uh, a dearly loved gift from my sister. Because we have four kids, she thought, hey, you guys can go sledding. In Oklahoma. In the, yeah, in Oklahoma. But it snowy- was it, it took 15 years, but it finally was used last year because there was like tons of like ice and, and a little yeah. enough of a layer of a snow that my son took it to college and went down a bunch of hills and had a blast. So oh, it fine. was used and he and it works and he loved it. And that's a toboggan, a sled. Yeah, it's legit too. I've seen that. Like it's made out of wood and everything. It's yeah. beautiful. It's a beautiful just piece of equipment. Like, it, yeah. you know, even if you didn't get to use it. my head. I would make a coffee table or something out of it. That's what I would do. I would repurpose. But okay, so, but let's say I'm doing a joke and the punchline is I put the toboggan on my head. It was like, what? And people are thinking sled. And yep. so the confusion just kills it. It just kills the joke because people don't know. Um, another way that a word can be confusing is, I know like in Hot Breath, we've been a part of a writer's group. And in that writer's yeah. group, there are comedians from like all different parts all of the, the world. world. Yeah, yeah. There's people from, from Russia and there's people from India. There's people from Canada. There's Australia. people from Australia. There's people from Alabama. There's, there's, <laughs> <laughs> there's people from all over the world. Okay. All the different countries. Yes. All the different countries. And so there's, uh, so, so like a grocery store, if I were to talk about Kroger, and, and, People you know, you're it. right. And you're doing a joke, but let's say you're doing, you're in India, you know, people travel before COVID people would do comedy all over the world. It wasn't, you know, that unusual. And if you were happen to be in India or China or Japan or Australia, and you're doing a, dr- a joke, 
and you say, you know, I was at Kroger getting some milk or, or whatever, then they, if they don't know what Kroger is, you know, they have to think about it. So they would have to think about it. So, so like in our group, I remember there were people who were like, Hey, I'm coming to the United States. And, um, this is what we call uh, our chain of gas stations are this. If I was doing this joke in the United States, what what's your gas station chains? What would people yeah. recognize there? So they would plan ahead and they would prep so that if they use mm-hmm. the word of even like food or a, a candy bar or, you know, whatever, if you can find what's local that makes sense to the crowd that you're performing in front of, then it, eliminates that confusion and everybody can go along because you shouldn't have to sit and try to put together context clues of, Oh, okay. That must be a grocery store. And that's why she's doing Mm -hmm. this. And Oh, okay. Well, sometimes adding one extra word to it, you know, to describe your store or to describe what you're doing. So because you said Rubbermaid tote, then I knew, Oh, something to carry stuff in, you know, it was a larger bin than a purse. Um, so like, yeah, because some of the people in, in the hot breath thing, when they were asking about um, petrol, so for them, it's petrol, which is gas mm. here. And so that was also another another thing. Um, yeah, and different foods, you're right. So like chips in another country, that's French fries. Yes. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah let's have some fries or chips, either one. I'm down. Let me have them. <laughs> yes. Oh, so so we had some basketball players stay with us. We were hosting um, my son's high school was hosting a basketball tournament over Christmas. And, you know, like in Australia, that's summertime. Christmas is summertime for them. And mm-hmm. and um, these guys were on kind of their summer tour in the United States and they were playing ball all over the country. And so they were coming to to play in our Christmas tournament. It was like the last leg of their, um, <laughs> speaking of leg, oh my gosh, it was the last <laughs> leg of their tournament. And they were staying at my home. One of them was seven foot tall, which was wow. really awesome. Cause my, my son was a freshman. So he was probably like five ten, And then, uh, our, you know, youngest son was probably five foot tall at that point. And so we had seven foot tall guy, but uh, speaking of, of legs. Okay. So it was Christmas and I have, one of those legs from a Christmas story, like the, the, what? the, 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 the dish. Yes. Yes. The leg <laughs> lamp. It really, um, there have been complaints from people in the neighborhood in the HOA about the leg lamp. It's uh, tacky and inappropriate, but so I had it's just got it for you. Yes. It's perfect for me. And my, so I owned a company at the time and our employees bought myself and my husband, this leg lamp and like some uh, memorabilia from that movie. Cause it's one of my favorite movies. And so I had the leg lamp. I had it setting beside our bed. And when you walk in from the garage at that house, when you walked in, <laughs> you went through the laundry room and it opened up to our, our bedroom door. And if our bedroom <laughs> door was in, you could see beside our bed. Well, I had taken that lamp and set it beside our bed. And so these guys <laughs> from Australia come in, the doors open, they walk in and I see them stop and they're looking at this sexy <laughs> fish net leg high heel shoe frilly lamp and i was like oh my gosh it's a it's a movie guys it's a movie this is it's a movie and they started laughing they were like we've seen the movie we know we watch a lot of american movies like it's okay but i thought oh my gosh they think we're some kind of weirdos we got this leg lamp beside our bed like well fortunately they knew the movie so 
Otherwise, it, that was pretty that was pretty embarrassing. Don't you think? <laughs> anyway, okay, so that rolls me back to what I'm talking about. I took him to Subway to get a sandwich. And they okay. order, they were getting their toppings or whatever. And they were like, mm. you know, lettuce, tomato, capsicums and something, something. And I was like, and the the lady behind the counter was like, I'm sorry, what? And he said, lettuce, tomato and capsicums. And she's like, you're going to, do you know what a capsicum is? Isn't it like a pepper or something? It's a bell pepper. And I thought it was just like a slang word that they use in Australia, capsicum. But it's actually like a, the scientific name for a bell, for a pepper. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's the Latin. That's a real yeah. name. But I didn't know this was ten years ago, and I didn't know until about a week ago that a capsicum is that's an actual real word. It wasn't just like cool <laughs> slang, Australian <laughs> slang, or whatever. Like it's a real word. It's just yeah. not a word that that we use as Americans to talk about our mm -hmm. bell peppers. No. So there it is. I was so like, I want the red one please. And the green yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. But if, I, but if I was in Australia and at a subway and I ordered a, a pepper, you know, on my whatever, they might be like, what? A bell pepper? What are you talking about? It's a capsicum. And and they're probably correct. And well, I they use they use the Queen's English. So um, they are much more learned than we are. Mm. So just Is that FYI. right? Oh, yeah. 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 We're, we're dumbed down. We go to McDonald's now. And we just have pictures. It's a picture book. This oh. is true. Gonna have a uh, number one, uh, yes. and then can I have two of those? But you uh -huh. want you want you want a number two, or you want a number one? No, no, I want two of number one. So you want three? You want the number three? No, I don't want the number three. I want anyway. So confusion. That was a good way to kill a confusion. Joke. Confusion. I'll get it. Also, um, mumbling and volume. Wait, and what did you say? I don't know what you just said. You know, so but, the and the volume mumble, and the enunciation. Yeah, mm, there it is. Yeah, right. Yeah. It'll also kill a podcast if you mumble. <laughs> it will. It absolutely will. But I mean, what do we got to lose at this point? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, if they're still hanging on, they just love us. They just get yeah. it. But yeah, if our so listeners it, are listening. <laughs> if you cannot be heard, if you mumble the word and nobody knows what you're talking about or your enunciation is not mm -hmm. clear or you, you go lose the too joke. fast, you lose the joke. The yes, I have done too fast. I have spoken way too fast or dropped the punch at the end. And it is something I've had to work on for a long time because I'm from Chicago. So I just talk really fast. I don't know what the deal is. I mean, because it's, you know, people that apparently don't listen as fast as I can talk. I don't know why. Right. right. But I lose them. Yeah. You got to slow it down, Chickadee. You got to slow it down. Because especially if you're, if I'm speaking, like if I'm talking to people up north, I still have my Southern accent, but I'm going to, I'm going to try not to step over my words and make sure that I'm at least clearly that I'm, you know, saying that where they can hear what I'm saying and, and not mumble the words. So, yeah. So if you're mumbling and you can't, if you can't hear it and you don't understand it, it ain't funny. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, well, how about an unfinished premise? If, if you have a premise, so you have the beginning of a joke, but you don't finish it, you don't put a punch on it, uh, you're going to kill a joke right there because you yeah. never got to the punch. So that's yeah, what, yeah. What, sometimes, give us another one. Sometimes that, when we're in a writer's group or whatever, somebody will write something and you'll hear other comedians say, that's just a premise. Mm -hmm. It's not complete. You know why it's funny. And it's a funny premise, but it's not structured yet as a joke. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a really good one. Um, words after the joke. Oh, my gosh. I still Ugh. do this. I still do this. 
I still do this. <laughs> yes. We have and to know I, how to when to shut up, right? <laughs> right is the word. That's my word right there, right? Uh, right? right? I say right as if I'm trying to get them to agree with me, right? And I say it way too often. Uh, I, and I used to say a lot more words after or, you know, make an extra comment or whatever. And, and I pull back from that a lot. But still, when I listen to recordings of myself, I'm like, stop saying right. <laughs> you don't need to say it's wrong. Right. right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so I like say you saying right is kind of like um, the preacher's virgin of version. Of saying, Amen. oh my gosh, Michelle, Amen. Just say virgin. <laughs> oh, you heard that? <laughs> I did. Because I was, <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was trying to say. <laughs> I can't wait to do the show notes for this. We've got we've got token and weed brownies and the I preacher's you- virgin. <laughs> What is happening? <laughs> this has gone off the rails. This has gone so far <laughs> off the rails. I can't, yeah, I, can't, no. I, can't, I won't even be able to write the show notes. This is horrible. <laughs> Y'all, if you're just listening to the podcast, you got to go over and see it on a platform where you can see how re- Michelle's face is as red as her, her pretty little sweater. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Okay, that's another way to kill a joke. Mispronunciate the words. Mispronounce mispronounce the words. That'll kill a joke or actually make it funnier. I don't know. But the point is lost now. So um, uh, another thing is uh, trying to explain why it's funny. That's another way to kill a joke. You know, well, it was funny because I was, you know, so the guy walks into the bar. You know, that's why it's funny. Because it's yes. the bar, and he hits he hits his head on the bar, and it's not it's not the bar that he's drinking, but it's a bar. It's funny, right? Yes, so. yes. <laughs> yes. Could you explain that a little more in detail for me, Michelle? <laughs> so it's not funny if you have to explain to your audience why the joke was funny. Bottom line, but ain't funny. Um, let's funny. see. Uh, we got too many man walks into Ugh. a bar. Oh, that's another thing too. Is <laughs> is I literally had man walks into a bar on my notes. It's funny that you said that. My other thing was the the reason why those jokes have been around forever. A man walks into a bar, or a priest, a nun, and a so and so walk into a bar, is Amen. because it's it's <laughs> a priest and the virgin walk into the bar. <laughs> Now we're talking about bars. Oh my gosh. This is so bad. No, it's, it's because you just said a, a priest, uh, you know, a nun and a biker walk into a bar. Okay. You, we're not describing what the priest is wearing. We're not describing what the nun is wearing. We're not describing no. what the biker is wearing. People get it. You don't have to say, and the biker was wearing leather chaps and a Harley t-shirt and a and do-rag. And a, yeah. Like it, it, that's, if you're writing, if you're writing a book, you're writing a story, then that's great details. But people didn't, yeah. you know, unless they came for story hour and they came for stand up. <laughs> Because even storytellers have to limit the details. Even pe- comedians who are storytellers, they they still use word economy. They still cut things out, and they yeah. don't, um, you know, they don't give unnecessary details. So, so and that's the that. thing when you first start writing, 
And you want to write out all your details. You want to write out everything that you could possibly think of. And then you do want to go down and, and edit it. You want to cut it and cut, 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 cut. And that's another way of killing a joke is having too many details, having too much information there. That's not, what did you say? Not necessary? Yeah, just unnecessary. So, yeah. So I was I was in a writer's group the other day and um, one of the things the the person you know did the joke and so people are giving their feedback to it and the person's like yeah but what really happened is da 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 and so um this i thought was a great quote this per uh uh one of our mentors he said i don't care about reality just the joke so you can kill a joke by putting in yeah but it's not the truth anymore you right. know but you're sp we're supposed to our, our comedy comes from real life experiences and then that you exaggerate, that you you change it a little bit. So they were trying to stay with the the truth of it, you know, the reality yeah. of of what actually happened. It's like, no, no, here's the now. Let's just take it out of reality for just a moment to make it funnier, because you want to get that left turn. Mm -hmm. So that's another way. And and over explaining, another way to kill a joke is another way to kill a podcast. Go ahead. Yes. Well, and I think too, what you said that when someone's like, but what really happened was then they broke the illusion. You know, yeah. people are, people are in for this story and they've been imagining and now you broke the illusion of, you know, what, what they were buying into. It's, mm -hmm. it's like, uh, and, and I think a lot of times we, we want to stick to the, to, to the true story sometimes, but it's funnier when, yeah. you know, you elaborate, but I remember yeah. asking one of my mentors, you know, what do you, what do you say though when someone's like, did that really happen to you? Well, every, every story that I do is based on a real Reality. situation, you know? And so, and I'm an honest person, so I don't want to be somebody who's like, oh yeah, that absolutely, you know, but because it is based in that reality, um, then if, if an audience member comes up later and it's like, oh my gosh, did your husband really kill, you know, a buck, a 12 point buck wearing his boxers? Then if I say, no, that didn't really happen. Then it deflates everything. They just were riding along with you and believing yeah, that you're saying. Yeah, because he was wearing his tidy whities So that's right, the problem. Right. No, it, it wasn't, wasn't boxers. Boxers. It was the tidy whities It was tidy whities <laughs> And, but that joke is based on a true story of my husband, you know, so I don't feel like I'm, when I say, oh yeah, you know, it's, it's crazy, you know, the way people hunt in Kentucky and I can just kind of move on mm -hmm. with it. But when you break the illusion or you break the trust of the audience and now they're like, oh, but the real story is, you know, that didn't really happen. It's like, well, what are you wasting our time for? <laughs> right. I, I, I had, um, I was doing a show at, um, the Battle Creek Church. So it was a girls' night out. And I got into a part where I just said, yeah, you know, so um, I snuck in to Mother Teresa's home. And I heard someone in the audience who is a friend of mine who's never heard the story goes, what? And you can hear her <laughs> on the tape. Like, what? And so I'm like, yeah, it's true. And then I went and I explained, you know, what happened. And, um, but people still like, wait, you, you did what? I'm like, it's a true story. I'm sorry. Yes. And then, you know, from there, I take it to the embellishment of this is what her response would have been, you know, things like that, because, um, but it does kill it. The story itself is interesting enough. I mean, the yes. fact that your husband yeah. was killing, you know, deer <laughs> from your porch. In the subdivision. Uh, yeah. In the subdivision. That right there, 
that's interesting and funny. And then you you up at a level, but yeah, it is boxers because that to me is a Christmas vacation type of um, what was it? Eddie was that the character? Yes, yes, um, yeah. That's like that's yeah. kind of his Cousin character Eddie. type. Yeah, you know, Cousin Eddie. I could see him doing it, so I could totally see your husband doing it. So yeah, and I think the anyway. only time that you can tell a joke where you're like, okay, that didn't really happen. It has to be followed up with what you just did. He wasn't wearing boxers. It was tidy whities Like you yeah. still have you still have to stick to that illusion. You still have to stay in that story. You can't just say, you know, but that's cute. I mean, a lot of times you'll hear comedians do jokes like that where they're like, no, nah, you know, but then it just brings you right back to where you were before. Um, okay, so yeah. tags. So tags, yeah. you know, basically you do a joke and and there's a tag at the mm -hmm. end of it, right? If you have too many tags, if you exhaust the tags, if you've got a really funny joke and a tag comes in and just brings it to the next level. And sometimes people have multiple tags. And I've heard mm -hmm. a comedian who does, the joke is that he is doing too many tags. Like this, this joke. And they, you know, tag, 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 yeah. Tag. yeah. So like, yeah, he's a great example of that. The joke is that he's doing too many tags we're we're laughing because now it's like oh now he's out of control like that's hilarious yeah but you can when you get that big laugh and you, that tag is meant to just you know add a little up it. to it just to up it up you know and you can mm -hmm. do a, a couple of those but if your tag starts falling then you've just lost the momentum of that joke now you've yeah. done too much so you got to be cautious about Mm -hmm. the tag, you know, deflating the joke that you've just kind of built up, right? Yeah. And if when you do a tag, if you um, going back to if you're still talking, if you're talking over the, the laughter. So if yes. there's laughter, and then you just start in with the next joke, or you start in with the next tag, and but people are still laughing, what they'll do is they'll stop their laugh to listen. And then you've tr you're starting to train them to not laugh at the end of your joke because now they're yeah. listening like, what else are you going to say? And so yeah. they might think you're funny, but they don't get to express it because now they're listening. And right. you want them to be able to laugh and enjoy that laugh. So you, that's another thing. And it's a really difficult thing to learn sometimes or sometimes people could pick it up quickly. But that's why you need more stage time as a comedian um, so go to those open mics and, and practice and stuff because you have to figure out and listen to your audience to hear when is the right time to pick up the next joke or when is the yeah. next time to talk. And um, and that's one of those things. It's timing. It's it's the timing in a joke as to you, you say your setup and then it's the timing as to when you say the punch and then there's another set of timing for how long they laugh to when you start talking again. And what happens a lot of the times is because we're uncomfortable in silence. Yes. We're uncomfortable in not talking. Yeah. That we just start talking, right? <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Right. So you add you're you're adding, you're trying to fill the silence. Don't do that. Sometimes it's important just to be quiet and listen. Anyway, so that's the story of my life. Like awkward, I cannot stand a awkward, quiet room. Like I can't. Like I, when things are like negative or quiet, then I like the, my my jabber jaws just kick in, and I can't stop. I just can't stop it. I know I'm doing it. I'm like, shut up, dude. Just shut up. Just be quiet. But I can't. I can't. And so uh, when I start doing comedy, same thing. 
like the, you know, I, well, just recently I did, I had been doing mostly stand up, and then I did a women's event. And at the women's mm -hmm. event, there's, it's more storytelling. So there's more time that's quiet. And I had to ease into that again, where I was like, oh, you know, I'm, it's okay. It's okay. They're listening. When there's quiet, they're listening. But yeah. we do, we kind of jump on those. Um, let's see, what else do we talk about? Oh, um, a joke similar to somebody before you. Oh, uh, yeah. That so, kills the joke every single time. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to listen to the comics that are before you so you know what they've talked about and who, if they've talked to the audience, who they spoke to in the audience. Because that that happens too. If you know, you go on there, let's say you're like say it's an open mic kind of a thing, and you're like fourth. And mm -hmm. so, and you don't realize that the three comics before you spoke to that same couple sitting there, you know, in the front. If you start talking to them, well, one, you shouldn't be talking during an open mic anyway right. uh, to the audience. <laughs> but if you start, if you start in on something like, oh, well, because she has a funny laugh or or he snorts when he laughs, you know, like if, if you start hitting on something and someone else already did it. The audience is like, been there, done that, move on, buddy. Yeah, yeah. So, and you, and, but you could also almost do that too. Like, let's say it is a snort or a funny whatever, and somebody before you has already pointed that out, you can actually ride along with that because they're like, oh, she's paying attention. We're all in on this joke. But if they're like, so are you guys married? Are you, you know, <laughs> and then now the next guy goes up and goes, oh, are you guys married? Like we yeah. all, we already know that pay attention to the person. And I've been there before where, where it's parallel thought, the jokes are extremely parallel thought or, yeah. you know, I was in a group where there was five comedians on a showcase and the first three comedians talked about how long they've been married and got the, Oh, applause. you know, I've been married 20 years. Oh, and the next comedian halfway through, I've been married 10 years. Oh, you know, so, and I like, I'll, I'll talk about my husband and, it's a common reference. You just reference how long you've been with them. But I was like, yeah, mm -hmm. not doing it. You know, I'm just, I'm dropping that. So yeah, paying attention to the person before you. Um, let's see. Broadcasting nobody, the punch. Oh yeah. I was, I was going to say nobody claps when I tell them how long I've been married. They're like, huh? Interesting. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. Like, well, we wouldn't even thought you were married. Well, that's cool. Um, okay. Broadcasting the punchline, giving too yep. much information or leading, the the audience to have already predicted what you're going to say because the fun yes. in comedy is that you don't know what the person's going to say the fun is the unexpected the left hand turns the out of nowhere you know uh, surprises that's what's fun and when you when you just spoon feed them and, and already tell them what you're about to tell them it's not funny anymore is it no it's not um and it kind of that almost that almost goes hand in hand with uh, having to explain the joke. I mean, it's so close. Yeah. You know, um, so do you have an example of uh, too much information? Too much information. Well, yeah, yeah. The one that you just. Oh, well, I was talking about like I have a I have a bit where I talk about um, things that my kids did when my husband was on shift at the fire department and how they messed mm -hmm. up our rugs or how they messed mm -hmm. up our flooring. Um, yeah. our hardwood floor. And, you know, and, and so I do, you know, that I bought a rug and the next phase is I bought a rug. And so if that third leg of the joke, if all I did was say, I bought a rug, you know, then they're like, it well, we've, flat. that's been the punchline twice. Right. So what's funny about that joke is in that third, I lead the audience to tell me that I bought the rug. Right. But I'm like, no, actually. And, and so when I tell them 
the opposite direction, it's funny. But if all I did was say, well, I bought a rug. Well, they already expected that. It was funny the first two times, but now we're on mm -hmm. the third time hearing it. So it's not funny anymore. So if you're, you know, if you're giving them too much information, then um, yeah, it just stifles the, you know, the fun of it, the unexpectedness. Yeah. Okay. And in, in that also, another way to kill a joke is using the same punchline repeatedly. So, um, so I did, I did a show one time with Brent Reed and it was for, um, uh, it was a medical group and they were actual surgeons for your brain, brain, brain surgery. Right. So the first time I said, well, you know, it's not brain surgery. I got a huge laugh and then something, you know, we went along and then somehow or another, I heard myself say that again. I'm like, why are you saying that yeah. a second time? And of course it fell flat, but at the same time, I was shocked that it came out of my mouth a second time. I'm like, what is wrong? And it was like, oh, you know, it was just, and I, it was really hard to recover from that because I was in my head now thinking, what are you doing? Yes. Um, yeah. So yeah, thank, thank goodness, you know, Brent was going up next and he could fix that. So because <laughs> he did, he's like, obviously she doesn't do surgery. You know, like whatever he said it was something funnier than that. But whatever he said, you know, brought it back to where it needed to be. But I was like, oh. Right. Well, like, that kind of makes me think of like callbacks too. That's a lot like a, a callback yeah. that comes too soon. You know? Yeah. That, so, you know, you can do that, that punchline and then you can bring that punchline back again later. But if you do it too soon, it's not it funny or too often. It's not yeah. funny. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there was anything else. And then just the, you know, some people do this and it's it's OK. But to laugh at your own joke, you know, <laughs> I do that. All set, the time. Yeah. But <laughs> and, and sometimes it can be endearing. You just have to know your personality. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you're just up there cracking up and nobody else is, then stop it. <laughs> like they're not laughing. I mean, unless you're just having yeah. a good time and you don't even care and you've already lost it and you're just, you know, but, but for the most part, like if you watch a comedian who tells a joke and then laughs at the joke and tells a joke and then laughs at it, it's like, okay, now enough, let us laugh. Let us be the ones that's laughing. You stick to, you know, to telling the jokes and let us laugh. Right. Yeah. It, and it, you can it actually, yeah. It. Yeah. Oh, definitely. It, it, that's kind of more like a, a first grader trying to tell you a joke and then they yeah. laugh at their own joke. I mean, that's kind of how it comes off sometimes. Um, but no, I, I naturally just laugh at my, when I'm up there, just something catches me funny and I just, well, I laugh. I yeah. laugh a lot. I have a very clean liver. <laughs> Which it can, I mean, it can be really, it can be really fun when you see a comedian that you honestly can tell it's organic. This caught them off guard too, or they really are tickled. It may be a new bit they haven't done before. And they're really laughing. People, people can kind of smell out of phony in the audience, you know, kind of like I can smell the brownies and the dirt in my house. You can smell <laughs> when somebody is forcing it versus when someone truly, when the comedian's really having a good time and they're laughing along with you, not laughing yeah. independently is what I'm saying. If they're just independently yeah. laughing up here and it's, has nothing to do with it, then, um, so that's not it very definitely funny either. kills a joke. Um, so yeah, I think, and, and the last one was inappropriate, inappropriate time to tell a joke. So I, I was telling yes. you, yeah. So I, I happened to be at the recording of a television uh, event or, and the comedian who was on was a good friend of mine. And I was thinking about auditioning for this particular show. Right. Mm -hmm. 
And I was thinking about my material. Well, on that show that this comedian was on, there was a, a pregnancy advocacy group that was on there. Mm. And they were, you know, a major guest on this particular show. And I was thinking, had I warmed up the crowd that day, I have a joke. And the punchline was she's pregnant, right? <laughs> Which is, it's a funny joke. She was pregnant, whatever. However, in that particular situation, given the group, let's say that I was the, let's say that I was um, there to do a fundraiser show for that group. I would mm. need to cut that joke. Because when mm -hmm. you say something that's inappropriate to the room, sometimes you don't know. Sometimes you'll do a joke about something at a church and, you know, somebody in that church had just experienced that, but it was like a real negative thing. And so it's a lighthearted something and you touch on something that's uh, inappropriate for the room. Sometimes you just don't know. You don't know. But but that's part of research. Know where you're going. Know where they stand. We've talked about that in episodes before. If you're, if you're doing a fundraiser and the major sponsor is Lowe's, then you better make sure you make your joke about Home Depot. Don't mm -hmm. make a joke about Lowe's. Right? Because oh, yeah. it's inappropriate and it brings, it brings down the room. Yeah, to that. Another, another inappropriate thing is... Uh, <laughs> so if I, I was doing a, a church show once and it was supposed to be a fun, festive Christmas thing for their volunteers kind of a deal. And everyone in the room knew except me. And so when, when the pastor and his wife and his whole family got up and left like halfway through, I thought, what did I say? You know, I was, right. I was wondering like, did I say something? And then it was like, well, it's not like anyone died. Uh Yeah. Her dad did die, and they were just waiting oh, for the phone call. Man. It was like, what? Yeah. So there was no recovering from that, like none whatsoever. And it was like, if they would have told me ahead of time, you yeah. know, hey, we might leave in the middle, because it wasn't like they were sitting in the back. Yeah. They were like sitting up front. So everybody yeah. in that, because it was all their staff and everybody, they all knew mm. what was going on. I had no idea. So that was an inappropriate comment from me but i also didn't know what literally some actually just happened yeah yeah oh. so it was just like there was yeah so yeah i've never been back to that church uh <laughs> <laughs> never been invited back to do that at all um you didn't ask him for a quote for your website or nothing. <laughs> like, you know what? Uh, no. Nope. She, she, she didn't killed. kill. Well, did she kill? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I hope not. I hope that you yeah. didn't so kill. So that, that, like, that didn't just kill the joke. That killed the mood. That killed yes. the room. Like, yes. no matter what happened after that, it was just, it was mm -hmm. done. It was just digging holes at that point. It was just, you know, finish the contract, finish your time and get out. Yeah. So it was, but, it was but a rough one. The best part is, you know, that you can, um, as we've said before, record, 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 listen, <laughs> listen to what you're saying. Listen to when they're laughing. Listen for yeah. when they're not laughing. Listen for the things like, am I talking too much after the joke? Am I talking over the joke? Am I, you know, doing the tag too early? Am I not uh, yeah. enunciating a specific word? You can, these are all things we can fix, We're you know, pronouncing the, yes. The beautiful part is, yes. The beautiful part is that you can kill a joke, but you can also bring it back to life. Right. If you discover yes. what it Rewrite is that's it. killing the joke, if you know, if your instinct is, this is really funny, but what's not, what's not hitting, 
Uh, and sometimes sharing that with other comedians, it helps because they're like, oh, I thought you were going, I thought you were saying, oh, I thought you meant, and you're like, ah, thinking too much mm -hmm. also kills a joke, right? All right. Yes. And finally, too much time, too much time yes, kills yes, a joke and too much today. time kills a podcast. We've gone way too far over. But Michelle, we got a couple of podcasts coming up that are pretty yes. exciting. We're going to round out right. the year. What do we got? What do we got coming up? Okay. So, um, Coming up, we are going to be filming um, or recording our Christmas show, and mm -hmm. we're going to be recording our New Year's Eve show. So the one that we recorded today is actually the day before Thanksgiving, so <laughs> we don't have any of our fun family stories to tell. No, not yet. Yeah, because that would be that would make this today's, it would have been an hour and a half. I'm just saying, because <laughs> June's <right>. family, <laughs> there's oh. a lot of things happening there. I can't wait to hear all about it on Friday. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, so we have those two shows coming up, and then that will be the end of our season one. Season and then, one, and then we we'll, did um, it. We might take a couple weeks off and uh, um, start our season two. We will get back to you on that. We are in planning for what's happening in season two. So that's right. That's right. Go ahead, Michelle. <laughs> I was just saying, and if, and if you liked, if you liked hearing our podcast, um, go ahead. You, Share it with your friends, your neighbors, your family, people you like, people you don't like. Just go mm -hmm. ahead and say, oh, you need to listen to this. And you can catch us on uh, Amazon, Apple, Audible, Spotify, Player FM, others. It's all around the world. We have listeners all around the world, which we're really thankful for. So thank you for listening out there. And if you want to watch the craziness and see my outfit, you can go ahead and check us out on um, YouTube and Roku TV on the Creative Motion Network. And we also want to just give a uh, a thanks and and um, and a little shout out again to the Hot Breath Comedy Network for putting us up and putting putting up with us putting I don't know whatever both, they started both. it so we're doing it right <laughs> that's right that's right all right well that's gonna be it for this episode of Laugh Support as always Jesus and Junebug loves you tell them goodbye Michelle goodbye Michelle. <laughs>